Welcome to the Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast by Business English with Christina. If you want to be confident speaking English, network with professionals around the world, and practice speaking to become fluent faster, join us. We have nine conversation sessions every week. Plus, podcast listeners get a 50% discount on the first month of membership with the discount code FFCC50. The link to join is in the show notes. Now, let's go. Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast, Emotional Intelligence. Hi there, Christina here with your Faster Fluency Conversation Club podcast. And for this episode, very excited because we're trying something a little bit new. Uh, We're actually going to be talking about an article that is one of your resources if you're a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club and you have the preparatory activities. And this is the article, if you use these 13 phrases every day, you have higher emotional intelligence than most people, psychology experts say. And I'm here with Linda. So very excited to be discussing this uh, with you. Hi, Linda. How are you doing? Good. I'm good. 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 All right. How sure. are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Uh, I just took my cat to the vet earlier today. And just before this podcast, I was trying to shove a, a pill into her mouth. Uh, but was, other than that, I'm fine. So, you know. Lovely day, lovely stuff. Anyway, so let's see. We're, we're going to be talking about this article, which is about phrases that indicate that you've got a higher level of emotional intelligence. I, You know, these kinds of articles, I always feel like it is something maybe, you know, to take with a grain of salt. You know, you might say, okay, yes, no, I disagree. I agree. It's not, you know, necessarily the absolute truth, but it's, it's, it's always interesting. So yeah, maybe it's a good place to start. Exactly. It's a good place to start. Right. You can take, take some things, leave some others, maybe just to start. If, do you want to maybe just give us a quick little summary of the article here? Yeah. So first of all, when I was reading this, it reminded me of being back in school. So I went to school for business, but I also went to school for psychology and sociology. And it reminded me of all the articles we had to read. Yeah. What I noticed is the the main, the gist of it. No, Mm. to say the gist, um, the the main idea, um, Mm -hmm. you know, is basically that you need to not just think about what's best for you, but Mm. think about what other people need, what they want. And maybe ask more questions if they're having difficulty expressing ideas, because Mm. maybe there's just a block in the communication, right? Right, right. So these are all just phrases that either make people feel understood and valued Mm. or that clarify the the issues. So that's that's what you have overall. So if if we quickly look through some some of these phrases, some of them are specifically asking questions like, could you tell me more about that? How do mm. you feel about that? What do you mean? I'm yeah. not sure what's wrong. Could you explain that problem? And there's there's a few more. And some of the other ones are just affirmations like right great job. <laughs> right, exactly. I, like, I, I feel like saying great job is not a sign of higher emotional intelligence. I feel like I'm like, that's a sign that you're an American and that you compliment everyone on everything that they do. But I mean, it's always nice to hear, but I don't know if it's a a sign of a higher level of emotional intelligence. I would say for the ones where it's like questions of trying to clarify and explain, I think that is, um, those are interesting because it's kind of like a very tactful way of, you know, 
maybe better than saying like, I don't understand, or I don't, I don't see what you're saying. It's maybe a more tactful way of inviting someone to go into more detail or to reformulate their idea a different way. Um, And I think that that's something that I want to say maybe as teachers, we sort of maybe have a knack for that kind of thing because we do it, I would say all day, every day. But I, I do notice that sometimes when communicating with other people, I'm like, you know, I, I wish that you just had had, I don't know, like a three, like a half day workshop on communication skills um, to help them to communicate better because, yeah, it's just maybe not yeah. something that they think about where, as like I said, teachers kind of develop this knack for it through their work. So, yeah. so some, some of the things that are possibly more useful in the article are mm-hmm. when they're talking about like when people are upset, you're having a problem. And you need to work out the problem, right? You yeah. have to you have to figure out how to how to solve it, how to find a solution. Yeah. Um, in those situations, sometimes you have to be diplomatic, which is what they talk about here. Mm. And you need to know how to almost ignore what you want, what you right. need, and figure out what's best for everyone, get some input from different people, ask for opinions, ask for how everyone's feeling, right? Right. Yeah. And then find find the solution. Right, exactly. It's almost like, I want to say it's almost like you're stepping outside of your own skin, let's say, you know, almost stepping away from the conversation, maybe putting your emotional reaction aside so that you're not reacting emotionally. Maybe you're feeling a little upset by what someone said. uh, And your first reaction is to become very defensive, but you want to maybe reduce that maybe natural tendency. And like you said, say, maybe I can look at it from a different perspective, try to find a a good solution, work it out together. And that I, like I said, I think that's, that's not something that comes naturally to a lot of people. And yeah, it does take work and thinking about your communication skills. And I'd say just being aware of it and then practicing it when you go into a conversation, which might be a little difficult. Yeah. So number four, right? Mm. So in number four, they say, how do you feel about that? Mm. Now, the the notes that I wrote, it said, put yourself in in other shoes, but let them tell you what it feels like to be in their shoes. Because Mm. I think sometimes we think we understand the experience of others. And so we're acting in a way that we think is what they want and what they need. But sometimes you have to just ask. Right. And then listen. You don't know. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Like to to ask and then also, again, to be willing to hear what they have to say, even if it's not what you wanted them to say or what you expected. And maybe you don't see the logic in, in, you know, the feelings that they have. And you're like, no, that's that's not what I meant. That's not, you know, don't be defensive. Don't get upset about it and listen to them and then try to. I would say, take into consideration the information or the feelings or the emotions that they're giving you. And again, trying to work it out. Yeah, and no, I think that's that's a really good tip for some good communications. Was there, was there any expressions in here that you really disagreed with? You're just like, I know. Where, okay, uh, number 11. Number 11, which is, I feel this way about... <laughs> Um, let's see when you're emotionally intelligent, you connect your emotions as they happen. Okay. So sorry. I just mumbled. I was mumbling. That's okay. Sorry. Okay. That's okay. So it says there, 
that you should tell you what your emotions are as they're happening. I don't know about you, but I have a little bit of a temper. I, I know I seem very calm, <laughs> right? but I know that typically o- over my 40 years of living, I have yeah. learned that my initial reaction is not always the best reaction. Right. Right. Yeah. So as they're saying, you should tell people your feelings as they happen. I was like, this is terrible advice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bad idea in um, so many ways. I know that my initial reaction, sometimes it's correct, but I need the clarity of distance. I need to take yeah. time to react and uh, take a step back. Right. Think, was that the right reaction? And then if it was the right reaction, okay, that's important for me. So now I usually try to stop those feelings and I don't mm. let myself feel those feelings right away. Right. I have yeah. to take a step back. So yeah, for number 11, I was like, no, 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 no. You're just like, no, no, none of that, none of that. Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a, a good one too. Again, like we said, take it with a grain of salt. This is not set in stone. It's not the absolute truth, but it, like you said, it's a good place to start. And I would say I definitely yeah. recommend. So what about you? Oh, what, let's see. What, what, what was the one? I think the one that I most disagree with is great job because I feel okay. like it's very generic. It's like a, just a compliment that you can throw out and it doesn't really, you don't know if it's sincere or if the person's just being polite. So I might say like, you can say great job, but then maybe add something very specific. Like you say, a great job on the way that you thought about original solutions to the problem or, you know, just great job on the way that you, even if like you're complimenting something, someone on something that they did, instead of saying like, oh, great job on your presentation, like great job on the way that you opened your presentation, I could see that you really had everyone's attention. So maybe instead of just great job, give them something specific so that it does sound sincere. Yeah, I find value in this one, but only if it's sincere. Exactly. That's it. So, because people people want to feel valued and appreciated. And yeah. maybe this has to do with love languages. And that's a whole separate topic we can talk mm. about. If yeah. people truly value hearing things like this, otherwise yeah. there's no point. So Exactly. So, but definitely a very, very interesting, very interesting article. And if you are in the Faster Fluency Conversation Club, definitely go and uh, read this article because I'm sure that it'll give you something to talk about in your conversation sessions. Um, And if you are not a member of Faster Fluency Conversation Club, well, there's a reason, one more fantastic reason to become a member. uh, So you can get the full article that we're talking about here and then also come and discuss it and practice speaking and become better at English and better at your emotional intelligence. So, right. Well, thanks a lot, Linda. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. Absolutely. Thank you for listening this week. If you want to do more than just listen and you want to practice speaking vocabulary and get the confidence in English that you need for your career, become a member of the Faster Fluency Conversation Club today. And if you want to try the club, we'll give you a guest invitation to a free first session so that you can see for yourself how awesome this club is. To arrange your guest invitation, email us at contact at and just ask. We'll take care of you.